On today's episode, Mahir is back. This time we were talking about our phenomenal trip to Thailand and how it shook us. The nightmare we had trying to get there, our unexpected detour to Korea, and THE fat American. You don't want to miss this. Welcome to Was It Phenomenal, the show where we look back at experiences in food and travel and ask the fundamental question, was it phenomenal? Here you'll find stories from around the world and tips for how you can experience the world on a budget. Make sure to tweet along while you listen with hashtag was it phenomenal and subscribe on iTunes to make sure you don't miss an episode. Hey, one more quick announcement before we get started. Was It Phenomenal is on Patreon. In order to keep the podcast alive, you can make a monthly pledge as low as $1 on patreon.com slash wasitphenomenal and unlock a world of exclusive content, visuals, videos, and so much more. So it would mean the world to us if you would consider making a donation to help keep the show possible, and there are so many perks for our lovely Patreons, including the opportunity to be featured on the show. Go check out patreon.com slash wasitphenomenal for all the details. Okay, Mahir, give me toast. Oh, oh that Ooh, was so that was so loud. loud. Oh, oh my. my god. My my. Okay, so what are we drinking today? I'm having a glass of rose. Where is she from? Um, she is from. I mean, she's French, but I mean, I bought it at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we have to talk about the Costco. Oh experience yeah, absolutely. Yesterday. I'm drinking a Gruner, which is an Austrian white wine, and it's honestly everything I could have asked for right now. It is like. Crisp, light, a, a little bit of acidity down the There's tongue. There's a fly in her glass. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, my God. That was ludicrous. Anyways, welcome back. I'm here again today with Mahir, my beautiful friend. Hello, hello. And today we're here to talk about Southeast Asia. We're talking about our experience in Thailand last year because, as a matter of fact, in two days we are on our way to Bali. Cannot wait. I'm literally so excited. It's going to be ridiculous. Like, I'm honestly so excited. Really quick before, I mean, we'll probably talk about some other stuff before we get into the story, but we'll tell you all about Thailand. We'll tell you about how it came to be and kind of like how it worked because it was a very random trip in reality. We were going to go to Mexico and then we were going to go to Japan and it was like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally just like, us being like we want to go somewhere tropical and then like we were like Mm -hmm. Mexico I think Hawaii was on the table for Mm -hmm. like a hot second and then I was like I'd really love to go to Japan but um this was for our spring break so at the time I guess Japan would still would have been a little bit cold Mm -hmm. so we were all like we want to go somewhere tropical and then somehow Thailand got on the table of discussion and we found flights that were like five hundred dollars and we were like oh my god oh it was ridiculous yeah because we were looking at going to Mexico because you know, like college spring break in Mexico, and the flights were six fifty round trip to Cancun, and then to stay at an all inclusive resort was mm-hmm. going to be a thousand dollars at least per person for the week. So you're looking at like at least you know realistically two thousand dollars. We flew for five fifty, and our hotel was like two hundred dollars per person for the seven week. days. Yeah. And we had we put five of us in one room, but it was a really big, big hotel room. Yeah. The two beds were like beyond yeah. king beds. And keep in mind, this was like a beautiful resort. Oh, beautiful. It was resort. so oh nice. God, the, it was like, so nice. The entire yeah. thing was stunning, and yeah, it was two hundred dollars for like the entire week. It was amazing. Which was incredible. Yeah. It was really truly, truly iconic. unbelievable. Okay, yeah. well, let's come back to this because I really quickly want to discuss some events that are happening like in the world. What's going on right now, including the most important thing on my mind right now is our trip to Costco yesterday because, oh, oh yes. my God. Oh, my God. So I'm having a huge dinner party tonight, like a big party. Like, I've been looking forward to this day for, like, literally, like, nine months since yeah. last June. And it's basically a thing at my school where everyone, like, goes out in their underwear and runs around during finals week. And everyone is really intoxicated. And I have a big dinner party beforehand. It's, like, a tradition now. It's always, like, a big thing. And I was gone in the fall for it. So I haven't been able to do it since last spring quarter, June 2016. 
also crazy to think that's already like the end of March 2017. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. In like, a quarter, you'll have like literally like almost like left for abroad a year ago. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, Mahira's a Costco card. I do. I do love... I'm an executive member at Costco. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm an executive member at Costco. <laughs> love her work. Is it phenomenal? It is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. It is truly like, phenomenal. Honestly. Okay. The so, samples. Seriously. Except where were they yesterday? I know, they weren't. Yeah. Where were they? They're always on the weekends. They're never on, like, Ugh. we went on, like, what, on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they're never on the weekdays. I, I don't think. I've never really experienced that. But on the weekends, they're always, like, full of samples. Honestly. Live like, for the samples. I, I live for the samples, too, and I missed her yesterday because we went there at, like, 6 o'clock. I was so hungry. Like, so, so hungry. And walking around a store with that much food is just, like, pure torture. Yes. And also, I'm thinking about making this giant menu for tonight. And we ended up getting a whole bunch of food, but what we really got that was really, truly phenomenal, phenomenal. was incredible prices on alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. Like, seriously, yes. half of what we normally pay at our grocery store. Also, fun fact, you don't need to be a Costco member to buy alcohol there. Really? I think it's like some law that like you like you have to be able to buy like alcohol wherever kind of a thing. But like yeah, so you can buy alcohol at Costco without a card. Um wow. we bought more because we bought food, but mm. at the same time, no, they're literally to buy wine. They have good wine. It's not just like, oh, this is like a random selection of wine. They have like they very, have good wine, very yeah. good wine. At good there. prices, like really yeah. good prices. Like and noticeably like better prices. Every good kind of, I mean, alcohol that you would probably want, they have there. And they also like the Kirkland brand, like the Costco brand alcohol is not terrible. Like I would say like, yes, there is a better alcohol out there, but it's not awful. It's definitely not awful. Compared to some of the shit that we drink, in college? At school? Oh, my God, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's truly, definitely not awful. Truly not as bad as that. No, we got, like, a handle of Spedka for absolute. $25. Absolute. 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 Of absolute. Yes. For $25. Yeah. At, Which, like... Our Ralph's, you get, like... Yeah. What, a like, fifth. A for, fifth like, $20. Yeah. Unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. Truly. So, I was really living for that. Very excited. Um, stocked up. So, and this whole conversation about alcohol. Now. I know. Anyways, <laughs> it was great. I just, like, wanted to pass along that tip because I was really... I did not know it was going to be, like, that much of a difference. And it really, really was. Yeah. And those things, like, add up. So, like, bless up, y'all. Yeah, alcohol's expensive. It really is. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly. And we need it this week. It's been finals week. So, that means that we... Actually, when you're hearing this right now, we're literally going to be in Bali. So, I hope you're watching the vlogs. I hope you're keeping up with the Instagram and, like, whatever. Because the, all that shit... T- stuff i guess i can swear why, why did why? i just like censor myself it's my podcast yeah. all that shit's gonna be popping so head on over and check that stuff out because we're pre-recording this before we leave we leave this saturday yes at noon at noon and fly for 15 hours to Ooh. manila yes and then we have a three-hour layover then another three-hour flight to bali to bali yeah crazy unbelievable unbelievable i hope we survived it i hope we survive and hopefully it's not <laughs> Quite like our flight last to year. Okay, well, that's a perfect segue into like what actually <laughs> happened last year of the Thailand story because it was definitely not anywhere near like what any of us thought the experience was going to be. No, not at all. And it started from the moment we got to LAX. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, well, <laughs> I've been fortunate in that most cases when I fly, I never have to really like wait to check in for that long. I don't think like, there are any issues. Like, you know, I like rarely 15, have problems flying. Yeah. So, like, just to check in, you know? Yeah. We stood in line to check in for an hour. Literally, yeah. Good thing we got there early. We got there like real early. We got there real early. And we eventually get up to the front and they tell us that our flight is three hours late. 
and we're going to miss our connection in Guangzhou, China to fly to, to Phuket. To Phuket, yes. Which was incorrect because we had a five-hour layover in, Guang- in Guangzhou. Yes. And we were only three hours late leaving LA. Yes, but they were like, you probably won't make this connection, so you're being put on another mm-hmm. flight. So they were like, go wait in this other line. We proceeded to go wait in this other line. For another, like, for another hour. hour. yeah. And then finally, after waiting, this random woman comes out and is like, give us your passports. And then she comes, takes our passports, goes behind the counter, and disappears for, like... A while. 20 minutes. Yeah. And we literally standing there like, what the hell is happening? Mm-hmm. Finally, she comes back and she goes, okay, you're going to be flying in, like, 11 hours from now. So, like, we ended up going home. But yeah. literally, she was like, in 11 hours, you're flying to Seoul. And then you're going to be in Seoul for 15 hours or yeah. 14 hours or something like that. And, <laughs> and then, then you'll fly to Phuket. And then you're flying to Phuket. So we lost a day of our trip. Like a whole day, a full yeah. 24 hours. Which was shitty. Which was shitty at first, yeah. But we at the really same time, like, we did get to fly to Seoul and we got to go out and we spent the day in Seoul, which was truly amazing. It, it, it really, cool. like, made up for it because at first yeah. we were all really, really bummed because not only we paid for the hotel, we had tours booked, we had things to do that all had to be shuffled. And we were more just like... We just lost an entire day of our trip at your expense. Like, there's no quicker way you can get us there. Yeah. Like, by any means, instead of cutting a full 24 hours out of the process. Yeah. And I think what made it worse is that also, like, they weren't exactly the most accommodating about it. No, they weren't they really, were, like... Yeah. they didn't. I mean, obviously, it's, like, fine. Like, they didn't feel bad in that sense. But it also was, like, they made it as difficult as possible. As difficult as possible. Going through... Like, there was this issue they, like... Lost a reservation. Oh, they, like, yeah, forgot okay. well, to transfer it. Yeah. To oh, my God. So we Korean go back Airlines to the and, airport... Yeah. And at like 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock now for our midnight flight, and we go to check in at Korean Air, and the Korean Air people are like, oh, your reservation has been canceled by China Southern. We have no documentation of it. I was like, excuse me? They're like, you need to go wait in the China Southern line, which again is still an hour long. Yeah. I'm like, we're not, and I said, we're not going to go wait in that line. Like, we can't, we don't have time to do that. We're going to miss this flight, and we know you have our reservations. So sure enough, they magically found them. LOL. Yeah. Like, how did that work out for them? I don't know. And then we went through security, flew to Seoul, which was 12 hours, and surprisingly, very fine. Mm-hmm. It was very the easy flight. The flight was fine, yeah. Totally, totally easy flight. We got to Seoul, went through customs, and got on the train to take us downtown, which was like... I mean, I was like shook the entire time, because I was like, oh my god, we're in Asia. I'd never been to Asia before. And, I mean, I've been to Europe, and like, North America, the Caribbean, and all that, but I'd never been to like, the Far East. And yes. so I was just like, oh my god, like... Yeah. It's just like... You know, when we got to Seoul, it was like, oh my god, it's kind of just like L.A. Like That thing was the most interesting thing to me. Like, I guess my, I mean, places I've been in Asia, I mean, I had been to, um, I've been to India, and then I've been to Singapore. And literally, like, Seoul it was felt like being in New York City, or like being in America. Yeah, like, it totally. looks like the signs, and the streets, and like, the buildings, and like... It's like it, it looks like an American. There's Starbucks and on coffee every bean corner. and tea leaf. Coffee bean and tea leaf. They don't even like, have that on the East Coast. On every like single four. corner. And I was just like, I mean, obviously there is like a different feel. Like mm-hmm. obviously it's a different language. There's different specific things that are different, but it did not feel like this massive transition. Which honestly, Thailand did feel very very different mm-hmm. than being um, in America. But yeah, Seoul did not really carry that same feeling. Absolutely not. The first thing we did was we took um, like the sub. Oh my god. Well, we tried to take the subway. We couldn't figure out how oh, to buy right. tickets. Oh my God. So we, this is when we first got to the main train station in downtown, well, near downtown Seoul, mm-hmm. after like the long train from the airport. So we try to buy tickets, can't figure it out, go outside and like, okay, let's just get in a cab. So we were trying to go to these iconic temples, like kind of like a big thing in Seoul, historical monument. We get in the cab and we try and show the man like a, a photo of where we wanted to go. Like, to be fair, like, <laughs> yes, he did not speak English and we did not speak Korean. Um, but the thing was, is like, 
trying to do the best we can. Like, I mean, yeah, I, it was we like, were... I was like, let me show you a photo of where we want to go. Mm-hmm. And this place, like, if you look up, like, things to do in Seoul, it's, it's like one of the top one. attractions yeah. kind of a thing. So, like, we asked him and he literally was just like, I don't, like, he... It was just a disconnect, yeah. and we just were like, all right. Okay, and then he we'll, kind of, like, gestured for us to get out of the car. So we were like, okay, we will figure it out. And then we figured out the subway eventually, so it was all right. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just... It was, it was a moment. It, it was, was a, a moment. life moment, <laughs> like, for sure. And then we eventually got to the temples to find that they were closed on Tuesday, Just on that day. Just <laughs> yeah. on that day. Yeah. Which was, like, oh, we're like, of course. Like, yeah. We got to walk around, and it was still, like, incredible to see that. Yeah, And then sure. we walked into... We also like previous note we got in at like 4 45 in the morning so yeah. this was like just first thing in the morning like eight o'clock mm-hmm. now that we're in downtown and then we went and had korean barbecue no it was no we had um bibimbap bibimbap yeah bibimbap bibimbap it was yeah. amazing <laughs> it was amazing we were all like getting kind of zombie-ish but it was still like wow yeah because at this point i think it was like lunchtime and we had all been awake for long an obscene yeah. amount of time and um we were like a little getting a little delirious but like the food was oh phenomenal God. excellent Truly. It was really wonderful. Yeah, it was. It was a great meal. Price-wise, um, I feel like everything was pretty similar to what we Pretty similar here. to the U.S., yeah. You know, I Seoul, like I don't think, was typically... Yeah, Seoul was generally, like, about the same price as mm-hmm. the U.S. And at that point, we were in an area that really kind of felt like like a shopping district. Yeah, and there was, was a lot of smaller like, streets, no cars, yeah. lots of stores. Lots, lots of big-name stores. stores. No, literally, H&M, I mean, there was, like, there was like a Zara. Like, I think there were, like, three Zaras within, like, 100 feet of each other. And Ridiculous. I was like, this is insane. I mean, I guess it's like that also in like New York, but like literally the, the amount of stores was just insane. I just didn't expect it. I didn't expect it yeah. to be so like almost westernized. Yeah. You know? So it was great though. But then we had we headed back to the airport after that. Well, at like 4 p.m., 2 p.m. Sometime in the afternoon. Yeah, we walked around for a little bit. Head back to the airport. Uh, we go to check in and get back in the security line. Like two of you got through in front of me and mm-hmm. then I put my boarding pass down on the thing and he looked at my passport and he's like, no, like not a match, and like like alarms like went off for a second. And it turned red, and I was like, "What?" And he like pointed to my last name, which was spelled differently than the name of my passport. And when they changed over our ticket, they did it all manually on paper, and they misspelled my last name. And as a security guy, that's like you know that's a different person legally. Mm-hmm. So they turned me away from security as everyone went through. So I was like, "Okay, yeah." So I walk over to the Korean air desk, and I have like we literally had a physical piece of paper that they said, "Do not lose. This is your entire record." So I went to the desk, and they were really reluctant at first. So like, you should have like this piece of paper and this piece of paper. And all I had was these two sheets in front of me. And I was like, y'all got me here. You did this. But also, your airline let me fly all the way to Korea with the wrong name of my passport and never actually checked it, apparently. And now you're not letting me fly to my final destination after you flew me around the world. So they eventually like came through, changed it on my boarding pass, and I was able to go through security. We had dinner. I argued with the people trying to get a business class upgrade. <laughs> Didn't work. Did not work. I drank like Oh like my an entire god, bottle. the liquor, the Korean liquor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we were like eating dinner in the airport and it was like it was like I don't know, it was this nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. And everyone ordered like beer or wine or something like that. And there was like some liquor on the menu that I had never heard of before. So I was like, you know what? I want to try it. I'm in Seoul. I might as well try something new. Mm-hmm. And I ordered it. And lo and behold, I get like a full bottle of a alcohol. Bottle, a literal of, like, bottle. A literal bottle of like strong liquor. And I was like, oh. Oh. I mean, I had a glass of wine, like a single glass of wine. And because of the exhaust- exhaustion and like the time change and everything, I was like very tipsy. Yeah. After the one glass of wine. Um, this was like eight shots. 
<laughs> and, uh, and I drank the whole thing. Yeah. Um, you so did. I was qu- I was quite drunk after I <laughs> in, in a phrase, I in was a phrase, quite drunk. I was quite drunk. Um, but so I walked through the rest of Seoul Airport, got on the flight, and luckily, like the flight to Phuket was like what five hours, six, six hours, it six. It was a lengthy but flight. Yeah. All five of us like literally passed, passed out. Like, they like the fed us, time. and I remember literally I was falling asleep like <gasps> oh on my. my food. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. They because gave we us woke dinner. back up for a minute mm-hmm. when they were feeding us. They gave us dinner, and like I was literally falling asleep on my food, and then. I finished eating and I just passed out for yeah. the rest of the flight and we all woke up and we were in Thailand yeah um, but once in Thailand everything was pretty smooth everything was pretty smooth mm-hmm. honestly, honestly and even like the flight back more or less was smooth but mm-hmm. like in terms of flying experiences mm-hmm. but yeah everything in Thailand was great we were staying in Kata Beach which is cause like a lot of people think about Thailand and think of like drugs partying the sex industry a lot of like really negative almost like nasty interpretations of the country and I had gotten that from a lot of people um, other people's parents I know were like concerned almost I guess like be safe kind of a thing like that yeah exactly like, which is like you know valid for anyone valid to travel for anyone's parents especially to be like sure. you're going, going to going Thailand to by yourself you're 20 yeah. years old like or 21 we were 21 yeah like be safe mm-hmm. but and it where we were was nothing scary nothing negative no. nothing sketchy nothing there was I families ne- I don't think we babies, ever once like, like encountered something that I thought was remotely no. sketchy or dangerous about the no, place absolutely like, I not. always felt safe and good and no I felt so safe like it was totally fine and like you look around and see like the demographic it was like mm-hmm. British people Russian people and like yeah. families like a lot of people families. like on holiday there yeah yeah and it was a really cute little area that we were in. There was a beach there, obviously, Kata Beach. Our hotel was not right on the beach, but it was, like, up a very small hill. Yeah, you well, actually, see it was a pretty o- big hill. You but. could see the ocean from our... Oh, yeah. Yeah, from a hotel. It's just we had to walk down a hill, and then, like, to get the, to the, beach. The, the beach was, like, there, yeah. We went up on the roof of the hotel. They have, a, oh, my God, a rooftop bar. Yes. Quote, unquote. Basically, that means they have a rooftop with fake grass, and every day at 5 o'clock, they bring up a folding table, yes. put a tablecloth down, and, and bring out, like, 10 bottles cocktails. of liquor. Yes. And that is the rooftop bar. <laughs> yes. However, we did... We did frequent... We did and frequent the rooftop bar. <laughs> the rooftop bar, and drank quite a bit up there. It was beautiful, yes. though, because you could see out the entire bay, mm-hmm. and you, we watched the sunset, and it was just... It was really stunning. It was really, really It was great. really... It was beautiful. Absolutely. It truly was. The first thing we did... Well, did you go diving the first day? No, we went to the beach the first day. Oh, we went to the beach the first mm-hmm. day. When did you, when did we go diving together in Kowlak? That was like the second day, I think. I think okay. it literally was the second day. Yeah, we went yeah. diving together, and we took a so like one of the most famous dive sites in Thailand. Um, it's called Rishili Rock, um, and this, however, is about two hours north of where we we're staying in Phuket. So we. Um, both of us, Cameron and I, dive. So we like got a taxi. Like scuba dive. Scuba dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. scuba dive. Um, the um, the two of us got a cab. We like went in like super early. It was like four a.m. Oh yeah, it was so early. And we like drove up there, which was incredible to- because we got to like leave the like Phuket area, yeah, on, like Kata Beach, and we were mm-hmm. like literally in the middle of nowhere for a while, mm-hmm. watching the sunrise over like the tree, the palm the, trees, it was and the beautiful. Fields, yeah, and we saw monks. Yeah. out in the morning, it was really beautiful. Yeah, and um, we got there, and then we like ended up going out to dive, and this. We, what was shocking about it is typically when you go and dive like you get on a boat and they like the boat will take you to the dive site and mm-hmm. that takes like you know anywhere from like 30 minutes to like an hour and a half kind of a thing this boat oh. was lengthy we were well, literally on the yeah. boat for like 2 hours and 15 minutes or something like and that and also before that we took another cab through them for 45 more minutes yeah. remember we were really far north and then we yeah. got in the boat and I looked at my phone and we were like 
pretty much at the border of Myanmar and Thailand. Yeah. So we were like right there. by Burma, and like so it was that that dive we site was quite north. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And but the diving was the diving was great, great. for the first like thirty five feet. Yeah. And then there's this thing called a thermocline, which yeah, basically means like a temperature change in the water. But not only was it a thermocline. It was like a clarity line as well. Yeah. Because for, it there was, was like a lot stunning. of like, um, yeah, it was, it was like, so like when you, um, when you go below that, like it becomes literally just the water color. It goes from like blue to like green, green yeah. murky and cold. Yes. Like you're in it and you're like, oh my God, God. I am cold. Yeah. Like it was like you went from like, you know, what, what ocean is that? The Andaman Sea? Well, it was in the Indian Ocean. Were, it's like yeah. you're from the Indian yeah. Ocean. To literally like Lake Michigan. Yes. Like it was a dramatic yeah. change. And because I had never experienced like that severe diving. Because I mean, I have just from diving in Michigan. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. literally. Yeah. But um, no, like it's it's essentially like the thermocline. It's kind of like the sun heats the water. So the top water is exactly what like, mm-hmm. it's like 80 degrees. It's like literally it's like, beautiful, it's yeah. like being in a bath. And then as soon as you go below that, it's like and a there's 20 no degree mixing, drop yeah. yeah there's like a tw- the line and a 20 degree drop so you can be like above it and stick your hand down in front of you and like your arm will be freezing mm-hmm. but um it was like it was still it, it was, was beautiful. great because yeah. what was nice about what I found about diving in Thailand is that it was the most fish I've ever seen diving it was like an aquarium yes like when we were in some of those like yeah. primarily at Risholi Rock because yeah. the next day was an interesting experience. <laughs> um, more on that later. And more on that. But yeah. like, I remember just swimming around and being like, "Wow, there are a lot of fish here." Because I mean, there's a lot of fish, but I feel like it had been a while since I had seen so many fish. I yeah. was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And it was really beautiful. And then we, you know, we did our diving, boated back. Yeah. I got sunburned. It was great. Yeah. And then um, phenomenal food on the boat. Phenomenal food in the boat. Yes, oh, the boats always have. I mean, the we ate Thai always, food every day for every like day, which a week, which is was my great. dream. Like Literally honestly, my dream. I mean, I have high expectations for the food in Bali. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's like kind of similar. Well, Indonesian yes. food is different, but like, I like Indonesian food is so good. Really, I've like, never had so Indonesian good. food. Have you? Okay, if you if you're in LA and you go to the Grove, there's a place called Singapore's Banana Leaf. Truly, Me. this place is so, so good. Mm. And they have, like, Singapore, like, Indonesian noodles. Like, they have that kind of, like, Malaysian, Indonesian, like, cuisine. So good. Literally, I went there for the first time when I was, like, 12 years old oh, with my no. parents. Amazing. At the Grove. Phenomenal. Right Phenomenal. How Truly. would you describe the food? Is it, like, rice-heavy, noodle-heavy, mixed um, curry-type n- things? Noodle-heavy, it's, like, more curry, like, okay. like leading towards the curry side, like, using those kinds of spices. So, I guess there is similarities to Thai food. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, I don't I wouldn't really consider it, like, so much, like, Chinese food or Japanese food. I would consider it more... More on the Thai side? More on the Thai okay. side. But, um, it's different. It still is different. Okay. Yeah, but it's... Phenomenal. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be, I've heard, like, everything in Bali is really cheap. Like, from what we've looked up, like, cheaper than Thailand. Yeah. And street food is a huge thing in Bali, which I've seen a lot of videos of people, like, you know, going out and eating Indonesian street food and stuff, and I'm very excited to experiment with that and just, like, yeah. ex- have those, like, life experiences. It's mm-hmm. gonna be phenomenal. Phenomenal. I can't wait to do a podcast about Bali in the future. Like, that's gonna be great. Yes, truly. Anyways, Thailand. The next couple days were also great. You dove the next day. I dove the next day, yes. And, yeah, and I went to the PP Islands. I went dive the PP Islands. Yes. Oh, no. yes. no, we did, dove the PP Islands. Oh, together. then I dove a different place. You dove okay. the wreck. I dove the wreck, yes. I, do, I did a wreck dive, and then I went to a place called, I think it was like Shark Point or something like that. Mm-hmm. And literally, we like dove with like all these like leopard sharks, and it was oh, amazing. Amazing. And the, the, the wreck was also really cool, because like sometimes, 
sometimes wreck dives aren't really that exciting because like you go down and then you'll just like get to stare at the wreck and you just like kind of swim around it which like fine is cool but like it's not that cool mm -hmm. this one was awesome because like we could actually like go through it penetrate yeah <laughs> if you will <laughs> um we got to like actually like go inside like i got to go to like look you get to like look in rooms you get to like interact with kind of wow. the wreck down there yeah. and like swim through it that's so good. that was that was amazing that's super cool i've never been able to penetrate like that before i've always been like <laughs> that's the refer to I it i did a wreck specialty okay so yeah. the way diving works it's like there's two big companies like ssi and patty but patty is like the better one patty is like uh, let's it. be honest here Patty's sorry like, i know patty is like, like yeah it yeah so i started diving when i was nine and that's before the minimum age for junior open water which is 10 so i did like a seal team thing is what they call right. it like lol whatever and then when i was 11 when I was when I got stuck in Hurricane Wilma on the island of Cozumel, that's a whole nother like podcast episode. Um, I got certified as a junior open water, and then I did my advanced open water. I think two years later, and then I did rescue diver, which is like on top of that. And then I have some like weird specialties, like like wreck and like marine bio and like. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it is the night diving one. I hate night diving. Night diving is oh, cool. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I like I like the concept, but I hate there's these things called bloodworms. And it's as yes. vile as it sounds. Like these small little organisms that look like miniature worms that are attracting to light. So naturally they're all over you and they get in your wetsuit and you're just like, oh my god. Like I sound like such a diva right now, but it's really like if you see cool things, like I saw an octopus one time that was mm. like, um, what's the word when they're like changing colors? Camouflage. They're like cam or, like or, kind or. of camouflaging, but it was almost like translucent. And like shimmering, okay. I don't really know how to describe it. It was really phenomenal though, okay. so that made it worth it. And sometimes you can see like really big things. I think we saw tarpon too, like yeah. giant. I'm tarpon. just I've done like mantas yeah, and like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, night types. I like I think they're cool. It, but, it's like, cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's just like different. Yeah, I shouldn't be so harsh on it. I'll, <laughs> give, her, I'll give her a second chance. You could say. Um, okay, so I went to the PP Islands, yes. which were amazing Stunning, because it yeah. was like the classic like what you think of as Thailand. Mm -hmm. We went to this beach. Where there's all those like long tail boats, there was monkeys all over the beach. Went to the iconic, I think Mara Bay, Moro Bay, one of those bays, and it was you know stunning, beautiful, tons of tourists. My mom was actually recently there. She hated it because there were so many tourists. Right. Well, she hated the experience of getting there. I'm sure she like appreciated it, but I mean they're like older though, so it was like kind of like a different. I mean you sit mm -hmm. on this loud speedboat yes. for 45 minutes to get out there, mm -hmm. and what really shook us about that, like like I said, 45 minutes to get out there. The next day, we're going diving at the PP Islands. Yes. We get on the boat, and they're like, our travel time today is three hours. And we were like, <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. Yes. Because <laughs> we were doing three dives, too. Yeah. So we're like, oh, my God, we're not going to be home till like, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Which I don't think we did get home till like, 9 o'clock or, like, 8 o'clock. It wasn't, I think it was, like, no, 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 that was, no, it was, like, it was, like, 6 p.m. Because remember, oh, that really? was the day we got, like, the room service to the room. <gasps> that was that? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we got the massive feast sent to the oh, room. Oh, that was so good. Oh. Iconic. Um, but diving in the PP Island was very interesting. It was very interesting. <laughs> the, we go to the side. There's literally no coral. Literally, like, it the was first like, dive, there was nothing. Well, dive. Okay, so <gasps> we did. Okay, we did sorry. three dives. One was in PP Islands. One was in PP Islands. One was like in. It was a place called Kodok Mine, which is essentially just like near How the PP do you Islands. Remember this? I don't know, but it's like. Um, but essentially, it's just like a little like island rock like a massive thing is standing in the middle like it's this huge mountain thing and it goes yeah, down yeah. really really far it's like kind of like so wall diving it's just like kind of like going around a wall and then we did one at shark point again which was not as exciting just because i we there weren't as many sharks i don't mm -hmm. think mm -hmm. but the first dive <gasps> but it was exciting though yeah like the woman in the suit we'll get to there oh yeah oh <laughs> my god okay <laughs> This day of diving was it just funny. It was iconic. It was like <laughs> the one man. Who oh, the fat American, yes. 
Okay, so there were characters on this boat, you guys. Like, <laughs> characters. Like, this one man, I don't even know how to sum him up. The, the best way to sum that. him up was he uh. was, he said to, like, the Thai dive master, do you know anywhere where I can find some, like, make America great again shotskis to, like, bring home? Oh. And he's like, not that I want them or so, but I was like, you obviously I do. Like, you obviously like do what? I want them. Yeah. It was so bizarre. And, like, yeah. what was his, like, his iconic comment was, like, I'm just a fat American trying to get by or something. Oh, yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He literally said this about himself. And we were, we were appalled at this man. But <laughs> what, was, <laughs> what was more hysterical was in the water, this man was a complete incompetent. Complete like, incompetent. And, like, diving is not, like, one size fits all. Like you're, you can be a good, good diver, diver or a, a bad, bad diver. diver, and there is 100%. a big difference. Yeah, and it's like courtesy to other divers. Yes. And this man, literally, no matter where Cameron and I would go, he would find a ma- he would find a way to like bump into us. Like he kicked me in the face with fins his in fins, the face. Oh like my God. so many times. And so many I times. would like I would stop, swim around him, go back, like go away. No matter what, he would manage to find us. Yes, he would. Yeah, he would literally manage to find us. It was ridiculous. And on the third dive, literally in the oh middle, <laughs> in the middle of the dive, his like tank essentially like fell out of yeah. its like oh. strapping. <laughs> and he, I mean, like, and he lit, it was like free floating, and he's just like freaking out, Flailing, obviously. Yeah. Which, like, to be fair, like, it might sound scary and ridiculous, or like you would panic, but at the same time, like, one of the number one things that you learn when diving is like not to panic. Exactly. It's, it's like literally just like, one. Yeah. it's going to be okay. Like, and you, you're always you're, with the buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You're always with the dive master, and like, it's going to be okay because like you are literally trained and licensed to do this because you're able able to deal with situations like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this man is like Traffic. freaking out and just like, he's yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. my God. And so the dive masters go and like helped him and literally Cameron and I were like on the side, just like oh, staring at each other. And then, he, the okay, well, the, <laughs> well also a quick note about the dive masters. <laughs> They kept trying to take us like down below the thermocline where yeah. there was like no fish, you couldn't see, and it was fucking cold. And we we're like, yeah. can we just like go up? Yeah. So we were like ten feet above her at one time. So I was yeah. freezing my ass off. I was yeah. like, what are you doing down there? Like, just come up. Like, yeah. you don't need to be down there, lady. Yeah. Anyways, this other woman. So it's near the end of the dive, and things are already just like so yeah. hilarious. Like I'm literally laughing yeah. underwater, <laughs> and I look over at this woman wearing like a full like wetsuit, and all of a sudden she just vomits. <laughs> I'm like oh 30 god. feet she just vomits oh god. and I was like oh my god yeah. and then she does like this is actually probably the number one thing you should absolutely never and like you can't do this she just starts swimming for the surface yeah like a free swim from like 30-40 feet like to the yeah. surface and you that is like this is so, so bad. bad like literally like, oh my god and her partner's like trying to like pull her down yeah. and she's just like going and also they do teach you how to clear your regulator if you do vomit, vomit. And yeah it's like a thing that you're like aware of it's yeah. not like an uncommon it is like uncommon but you like you know what to do, you yeah. know. So and yeah. she was like freaking out, mm-hmm. and then he stopped her like five feet below the surface. Like lady, like that's so bad. It's like, so bad. So it's it was so just bad. hilarious though because she just, I just like literally happened to look and just see like her mom. Yeah, I was like, what is going it's on? It's terrible. I will yeah. say that if there was a day that you should have gone diving instead of that day, it was the wreck. second day. Uh, <laughs> and like, oh, we should want to go diving them. for both the days with you. I know, but like. Still, like, I mean, even seeing, like, because I got to, we got to, like, go through and, like, see the PP Islands on that day. Mm-hmm. They're stunning. Stunning. Like, truly. Stunning. Absolutely. One of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was great. The day of diving, like, the antics were just absolutely hysterical. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. And oh, then we got the, f- the pancakes. Wait, didn't we get like pancakes? <gasps> the bananas. The bananas. Oh. Actually, that was phenomenal. Like, I'm really, I want to watch the vlogs right now. Like, yeah. we saw this, the most amazing sunset. 
over this like giant Buddha on top of the hill like, yeah. in the harbor as we're like rolling back in, sitting on the front of the boat. Like that was yeah. a great life moment. Yeah. Like that was a really was good life moment. Yeah. And the instant coffee, which I drank a lot of. Yeah, it was yes. great. The last day we were there, we went to James Bond Island. Yes, which is like the famous like it's like one of the Rock. most famous tourist yeah. attractions, I think, in Thailand, probably. Exactly. And this yeah. day was super interesting because this was our very last day in the hotel. We flew out at 2 o'clock this morning. So it was going to be yeah. a really long day. And we got up in the morning for, to go on, like, on the tour. And we like bust over to this harbor on the other side of the island in Patong, yes. in like, the party area. And from there, we went up north. And this was like a lot further north than the PP Islands. And it had a very different feel to it. It felt more like... What you'd think of when you think of like Vietnam, like Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. versus it feel, felt a lot more like tropical Southeast Asia yeah. when we were on the PP Islands. So that was amazing to see because the water didn't have that like amazing blue quality. It had a little more like brown and green qualities, yeah. but like these really interesting hills and like landforms, like very vegetated. And it yeah. was really quite stunning. It was stunning. Like that whole like bay is gorgeous because essentially yeah. like when you're going to James Bond Island, you go through this like this bay, which is I guess is like on the northern like the north east end of Phuket mm-hmm. it's beautiful. beautiful like there's like these cave formations oh and like yeah. it's it's absolutely stunning we got to like kayak through these whole like all these caves and it was so beautiful like truly it was like one of the highlights of the trip yeah, yeah. absolutely like it was great yeah well James Bond Island itself itself yes wasn't it wasn't I mean it just like I feel like it's a little overhyped um, just because of the movie. I mean, it's cool. It's like basically what it is. It has a really thin base and a large like rock on top of it. So it's like kind of like defying gravity a little bit. It's yeah. just like balanced. But at the same time, it's not very big. And when you see photos of it, it's kind of deceptive. Yes. I honestly think that like the PP Islands are much prettier mm-hmm. than James Bond Island was. Also, I mean, that also could maybe do with the fact that like James Bond Island is overrun with tourists. Yes, like, it is overrun. one of the most, like, crowded places. Absolutely. I think we were lucky that we got there, like, on a, at a time mm-hmm. early enough that mm-hmm. wasn't too bad. Yeah, for sure. But, like, still, it's unbelievably crowded. Very crowded. A highlight of the state, like, this is probably the biggest highlight. True. The Muslim village. Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. So, we took a, the boat tour continued, and we went further north into kind of, like, less of the open water, and we came across this Muslim village, which is, like, one of the things that you go yeah. to. It's a floating village. It's a so floating village. it's all on water, yeah. And it is unbelievable, the dichotomy between, like, the living situation and the mosque. Oh, yeah. Because we got to park, and we had this phenomenal lunch, which we'll talk about in a minute, but we, like, walked around... And it was, like, very, like, seemingly, like, impoverished. Mm-hmm. And it was very run down. You could tell mm-hmm. they made all their money off of, like, like the tourism things they sold to the people. And you'd walk around. It just seemed, like, very, I don't know, it's, like, not great. But then the mosque was, like, fenced off. Stunningly clean. Stunningly beautiful. beautiful. Like, beautiful. gold leaf up the entire side of it. It was, like, it was, like, stunning. Yeah. And it was just, like, amazing. There was, like, literally a wall. And on yeah. one side, it was, like... Like the chickens running around, and yeah. like garbage, like little just like trash everywhere. Then there's like this wall, and it's like white marble. Yeah, and it was just like a very interesting yeah. dichotomy. But when we first got there, oh my god, this meal, oh my god, was one of the best ex- eating experiences I think I've ever had life. in my life. Literally, the oh my food god, and no one appreciated made... it like we did. No, either. honestly, was, none of our friends did. No. But like whatever, <laughs> it was iconic. like the food was oh my god, was, it, ph- was it phenomenal? phenomenal? It was phenomenal. Like, oh my god. 
So wow, because it, it had a different flavor complexion than the regular Thai food that we yes. had. Like, but not like it was kind of rooted in the same kind of like area, but it had different complexities to it. Yeah, and I'm not a big soup person, and especially not like when fish soup that is not something something that I would like normally gravitate towards. But they made this fish soup, and it was. Amazing. amazing literally oh every God. single thing we like, ate was beyond amazing i don't know how to describe it other than flavors yeah. that i never experienced yeah. and never really Definitely. had experienced it was before. by far our best meal in thailand yes, for sure 100%. and you never would have think like on this like not like trashy tour but like very average like tourist tour yeah that but, i mean get this experience. in terms of like it was like one of those this is let's hit all the major tourist kind of spots attractions mm. kind of thing very catered towards you know tourists but like that experience truly was so un- incredible. It was truly incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. an amazing meal. That was an amazing meal. And then we went to some island where they like camped us out at for two hours because they want to make tourism money off of like rentals. Oh Remember my that? god. That, they're yeah. like, we're gonna spend two hours here at this random beach island that's like clearly they're trying to make money from the bar. Yeah. No. And, and we were like, li- um. No. And we literally sat down and they were like, you're not allowed to sit on chairs. You have to like go sit on the sand. And you have those. You have to like pay. Like, yeah. 500 baht or something mm-hmm. but and we're like, like absolutely no. not like no 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 yes yeah, so that was interesting and then we went back and then that night we flew out two in the morning yeah and it was a long haul home. it was a long haul home but and i think i have never been so exhausted in my life the coming, week after the week after <gasps> oh my god <laughs> so basically the rundown of how we left it was 2 a.m to like 6 a.m we got into china yeah we went to guangzhou yeah. yeah and then we left guangzhou at noon and then we had a like 13-ish hour flight from yeah. guangzhou to la but we left at noon and we got in at nine o'clock in the morning. morning. The same day, yeah, technically. The same day. So we got here and I, we all stayed up all day, I think. Yeah. Because we thought that was like the thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I had class that day. So you did? <laughs> yeah, oh I God. had class. I think yeah. I didn't go. I can't remember. Um, but the next day, I was like kind of off. But then the third day, Wednesday, I was like, oh. <gasps> What is going on? I was on? gone. Like, and like, I texted you and I was like, are you okay? And, and you're I was like, like no. no, I'm not okay. It was bad. Like, it was yeah. so bad. I, that's the thing. I, I've been, okay, like, I've been going to India since I was, like, a child. Yeah, like, yeah, I would yeah. go and visit and stuff like that. And I would go, like, every year or every other year kind of a thing. I have never in my life experienced jet lag like that. Like, jet lag for me bad. is always like, oh, I need to sleep a little extra on this day or that day. I'm a little funky. I stay up a little later than I should. Mm-hmm. This was like, I cannot function for like no. a week. I felt like it was like you were severely hungover for like five for like or a, six Yes, days. it was. Yeah. It and was like, truly. I was nauseous. I had headaches. Yeah. I like, I couldn't sleep. And then I was up. There was one night. Oh my God. The one night. Oh, and it was Wednesday. It was like two days later that I slept for like an hour and a half woke up at one o'clock in the morning and could not fall back asleep and yeah, I stayed up from no, one o'clock through to like the was, next night it was insanity no yeah. the jet lag was horrible but the when trip my, was phenomenal the trip was phenomenal <laughs> like so phenomenal it was like thinking back on it now and having this discussion really reminds me of so many of the specifics yeah. and how like truly phenomenal it yeah, was and like what an adventure we had and what's so amazing what I kind of want to like preach is the message behind this is that so many people looked at us like oh wow like must be nice to be going to Thailand like blah 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 yeah. like, shit like that and it's like like you must be so rich you must have so much like it must be like nice whatever that kind of like logic yeah but like I said in the beginning of this it was a lot cheaper for us to do this and that's what I'm saying than going like, to Mexico yeah no literally and that's like, what's crazy lot. I knew so many people who were going to Mexico for spring break and I guarantee you a lot of them probably spent as much as we did going if to Thailand not more it yeah. is very very easy to not I mean okay not I don't say easy but in the sense of like it is very very manageable and possible to do trips like that and keep mm-hmm. it under 
a certain budget. And like, I don't think I spend like, yes, yeah, so you can say a thousand dollars is a lot, but at the same time, like if you're working and you're earning money and you're saying oh, like, yeah, I want to yeah. go to spend a week with my friends to go to Thailand, a thousand dollars is not, not a lot. terrible for a trip like that to go and get to dive. To oh, get we were to gone for eight days. And, too. Yeah. Yeah. And to get to spend, pay for a hotel and a flight and all of that. Like it's really not bad. No, so, especially like diving. Cause if we didn't yeah. dive, I probably could have kept it under 900. Yeah, no, yeah. literally. Like, seriously. Because food there is inexpensive. inexpensive. The hotel was inexpensive. Mm-hmm. The flight, relative to, like, what flights are, oh, was absolutely. inexpensive. I paid more than that to fly from Los Angeles to Florida. Yeah, I paid more than that to fly to Michigan. It's yeah. like... It, mm-hmm. And so... It works out. It's not hard. And I will also say this to people, that the time, especially, like, when we're our age... Mm-hmm. When else in your life are you literally going to be like, hey, can me and five of my other friends all kind of cram into a room, split the cost between us and do it? And it's like, you know, when Mm -hmm. you're 21, you can. And it makes it so much cheaper. Absolutely. And that's so funny because that's totally a video that I wanted, like a bigger video that I've been like writing, like about this same concept. It's like now is the time to travel. And even though like you could use the excuse if I don't have money or whatever, it's like, yeah, like I don't always have money. Like I just... I make it a priority to make it like happen exactly. now because I know that once I hit like you know 26, 27, 28 and I'm like with someone and then eventually I'm like you know I want to have kids and yeah, like settle exactly. down like things will change yeah. in my life and I always want to make it a priority to like see the world and travel but mm-hmm. I know it's not going to be as straightforward not not as straightforward now but as like easy as simple it is now, yeah you know and yeah that's so funny also last night I was talking about how um Oh, forgot where this tangent was going. Never mind. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's also like the motivation behind us going to Bali too. Because it's like, it was cheap again. Super We're going to make it happen. Oh, also to add, those day tours we did were literally like $50. And not only that, you get lunch. They pick you up in a cab from your hotel. They boat you. They take you around all day to several attractions. Feed you. Feed you snacks. And drive you back. For $50, that is a damn good Good deal. deal. That is worth it. Wow. Yeah. Like, considering that I have textbooks that cost $300. Literally. (laughs) For the the money to go right back to the professor in the school. It's like, what did I really learn? Like, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and this is why, like, I would say this, like, when, if anybody was like, if anybody's ever like, oh, you're going to Thailand, you're going to Bali, like, who are you, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. That attitude, I'm like, the reason I work in college and the reason that I work for, you know, all this time is so I can do stuff like this. Exactly, yeah. It's like, exactly, like, this is, this is what I want to commit, you Mm -hmm. know? Clothes and travel, that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. Now that we're, like, seniors, we're, this isn't, well, it's kind of like we're seniors, we're going to Vegas for Memorial Day in, like, a couple months down the line from now. And it's just, like, funny thinking about it because obviously I'm excited to go. It's going to be a big thing. Like, our school kind of takes over Vegas that weekend. I've never done Vegas. We're all 21 now. We're graduating. It's Memorial Day. It's going to be, like, a fun time. I'm excited to do that. But at the same time, like, we're going to spend a lot of money that weekend. Oh, yeah. Just to be in Vegas. Oh, I know. Yeah. And to everyone else, it's like, I think there's a semblance of like, oh, yeah, like, it's fine. It's worth it. And I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a good experience. Yeah. But then also when I think of like, wow, so if I spend $700, like, I could have, you know, if things worked out right and I can get like a $400 flight. Yeah. And with some people, I could like do a crazy trip for $700. I've done crazy road trips for half of that. That's what I'm saying. Like, this whole trip to Vegas would probably, is probably like, for a, for three days. Three days. Is like, probably like half the price of what we spent for a week in Thailand. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Including everything. Literally, oh, the grand total of of Thailand was double of what Vegas is for three days. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, that just goes to show that like you can do it. Mm-hmm. On a budget, you can do it. Exactly. It's Reasonably, like, yeah. It's what you want to prioritize. Like, if you want to go to Vegas and have that experience, like, yeah, okay, do it. But it like don't 
judge people for like going somewhere more exotic when the pricing really kind of evens out in the same it does, sense. Yeah. You know? It's just Absolutely. like the people like think it's like a sticker shock value, like, oh Bali, you know, they must have spent like four thousand dollars, you know. And it's, it's like, like well, no, I'm not spending four thousand dollars. We're not going to Bora Bora like <laughs> yeah, exactly. and staying at the four seasons, like no, literally, literally chill out. Yeah. It's like I'd okay. love to. Now that but... we've been like ranting about this, yeah. I just wanted to say, like like I said earlier, the point is just like if you want to make these things happen, you can make it happen, and it totally. is possible. Yeah, and there are even better deals than what we paid for our flights to. Be. Oh, I'm sure like, yeah, there are. Absolutely. There are like go on Skyscanner, go on Google Flights, sign up for like mailing lists where people send you like emails like, oh my god, this is use so cheap. Use miles. Right now. Okay, no, this is another oh thing. Use miles. For use. This. Holy shit. I use. I had a million and a half um <gasps> miles. What? Well, no, no, not not <laughs> legitimately. So loud in my wine glass. <laughs> not legitimately. I had oh. a lot of miles. I had like over a hundred thousand miles or something like that. One hundred fifty thousand miles or something like that. Okay. And I, for my trip flight to Bali, did not pay a cent. Did that's not great. pay a cent for it yeah. because I just used my miles, and it's like that's what mm-hmm. just what you have to do. Yeah. Get get a credit card that like does that. You know that yeah. has good airline points or with or an airline. Like, and, like commit to an airline, and like I fly Delta a lot when I fly. Domestic. Home and back, yeah, I, yeah. like back and home, because Detroit is a Delta hub. So yeah. like, I always fly you Delta miles, Absolutely. and so I have a ton of Delta miles. So you know, yeah. No, I used to do that with United. Yeah, I had like elite status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Delta exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I had elite yeah, status. Yeah. It was great. Flying home. Yeah, and then yeah. recently I have not been as committed. I need to be more committed to an airline because mm-hmm. it really does pay off. Like I fly a lot, mm-hmm. but in the past two years I've I've not been loyal. It's been like what's yeah. been the cheapest. I've like gone through. So I used to be really loyal to British Airways. And I used to be really loyal to Lufthansa. That I was really loyal to Delta. So mm-hmm. like I've had like yeah, you know yeah. each one. I was like United because I would always fly like this is my mom and stuff. And so like yeah. four or five times a year, like yeah. five thousand miles. Yeah. And then the year I went to Europe, really just like did it. But when I was younger, it was always like, what was it to like. London or India, so like oh right, okay. that's to, so yeah. many miles. Like yeah, oh my exactly, God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like we always used to used to fly um, British Airways, and then so like we'd go to London, and then or we'd go to India, and then like oh, no. we'd get a bunch of that. Or then we started flying Lufthansa, so we got a ton of that, and then <laughs> always flying Delta, wow. so then I got a ton of Delta miles. So like you make it work, you make it work exactly, and then you have them, and then you can use them for stuff like this. Exactly, seriously, it, it pays off in the end. Like you think things are insignificant now, but eventually that your crew. And it works out for you. Yeah. You're able to do things, and like it feels good. Absolutely. So a life motivation. Just keep on the grind. It'll all pay off. Yeah. Amen. Amen. This was great. Yeah. Thank you for being here again. Of course. You should just honestly be the co-host. I'm I'd here. Just like this I'm here for it. <laughs> Are we gonna travel the world after we graduate? Yeah. Of I mean, course. honestly, we should. Honestly, I'm there for it. Iconic. Thank you for being here. Of course. Bless up. Bless up. <laughs> So that is our show. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm here to give a quick shout out to Ivan R, our first level of Patreon donor to get the shout out at the end. If you want to be featured in a shout out at the end and have the opportunity to ask questions for the podcast, make sure to head on over to patreon.com slash was it phenomenal for all the details. See you next Friday.